it's Patrick. Um, not Ranger Patrick, just regular Patrick. I just wanted to um, share my where I'm at right now. So, been thinking about suicide a lot more recently in the past few days. And it's hard. But if you're like me, I hope you know that you're not alone and you uh, you can make it through and push past it. And you can reach out to me if you ever need to talk. One love. What's something that nobody told you about when you begin your self-healing and self-loving journey? I'll go first. Definitely that this is the hardest shit you will ever do. And the pain that you feel while trying to heal is 50 times worse than any pain I've ever felt in my entire life. Trying to process reality and um, figure out figuring out who you actually are and what actually has been your whole life. It's just a huge mind fuck and it's all going to be worth it. I'm going to be 50 times better for doing this and my daughter is going to be so lucky for me doing this and it's going to be amazing. But holy shit, it hurts like fucking hell. Love you. Hi guys, it's Tanya. You're watching On The Town. And yes, you saw some of those TikToks uh, because today's topic is how to combat fears uh, and accept who we truly are, no matter what. Uh, so uh, today I have my special guest with me. We're doing a series on uh, healing, particularly women in healing, but anybody. It, this applies to anybody in addiction and trauma recovery. Um, it, it doesn't matter what what you know what the the mental health. It, all three of the modalities work. Um, the point is that we have to learn to sometimes just sit in in our discomfort, uh, and that's why we have Elizabeth Gray Bill Hill today. She is the author of Unbreakable Me. I hope you have got your copy because we got ours. Uh-huh. Good Christmas presents, by the way. Uh, and uh, so welcome, Elizabeth. How are you? Please welcome. I'm fine. Thank you for having me back. Oh, thank you. You know, you're welcome back anytime. And I always like to do a series uh, when I see books um, that refer to healing. And your book uh, definitely does that. There's so many... Um, great things in here. Hi to everybody who's just watching or just tuning in. Thank you so much for watching. We're talking um, self-healing uh, and how to accept who we truly are. Uh, and everybody has bad days. So Elizabeth, yes. So I hope you don't mind, but I really would like to read just, I mean, we're going to talk about those TikToks too, but I just wanted to read two paragraphs in chapter five of your book mm -hmm. that I found um, very, um, very helpful. Uh, especially for anyone, like I said before, whether you're in recovery from addiction, food, overeating, mental health, trauma, whatever it is that you've come back from, uh, there are days where you're sitting there and you're sitting there and you're sitting there and the dead air is there. And that little stinking thinking comes in your head that says, oh, you're not worthy or, you know, oh, you're not really that great looking, whatever the traumas were, those little things come in your head and start talking. 
and you can either believe them or you can take action and make sure that they, they do not uh, take over your headspace. So do you mind if I read um, this little piece? I know, you know, it's two, two paragraphs, but I'll try to be quick, guys. It's very important. So chapter five, in case you're wondering if you get the book, Unbreakable Me. Mm -hmm. uh, here it goes. My life today is still one of many challenges that I suffer from. Depression topped with anxiety. Sometimes I still feel the remnants of being made to feel worthless with no place in this world and no purpose, even though I know that that is not true. My mind will momentarily bring me back to the past, and I still go through times when I wonder where I belong or if I even do. My head often has a hard time letting, <clears throat> letting me forget those things that have happened to me as a child but I have learned to live with them and not to allow them to be what defines me today. I still find it uncomfortable and hard to believe that I am beautiful when I'm told so. I always, I'm always <clears throat> suspicious of believing it because somewhere deep down inside, I do not feel that way and do not believe that I am. Mm. So, uh, you know, I had to read that piece because you speak the words of, of many, mm -hmm. uh, you know, many people have told me this. Um, uh, and, and it's often like, okay, did all that work. Right. Mm -hmm. Now what, you know, what happens on those days? What, what, what are we, you know, what, what, what pops in our heads? Right. So I just wanted to debate with you and not debate, but just, uh, talk. So people that are out there that really go through this, um, that may not share it like we are, uh, but they can see like, oh, okay. So, you know, it wasn't abnormal for me to think that. Right. Well, um, yeah, I think for me, I, I, um, I think the hardest thing for me even today is, you know, like I expressed in my book was, um, or is mm -hmm. believing mm -hmm that I'm this great person, that I'm this beautiful woman, that I'm, because it has been so embedded in me, mm -hmm. right? And, and this is something that I have struggled through for, you know, over 40 years with. So I, I understand, although my head, and I know that it's not true, the things, some of the things that I feel, mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't, take away from, you know, uh, how can I say that? I'm looking for the word. It doesn't take away from that, that traumatic experience that I've had mm -hmm. throughout my whole life. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm in this healing process and I'm learning about myself and I'm learning how to love myself. But, you know, we don't ever, and I tell people this a lot, listen, I've come a long way in my journey, mm -hmm. right? Um, I've, you know, I've been through a long process and I'm still going through a process where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to exist with all the things that have, you know, happened to me throughout my life, right? But in the meantime, and I'm sorry, because I got some noise on the side of me that's- That's okay. Um, but, but what I've realized is this, is that my issues, like none of this stuff is an easy fix, right? None of this stuff gets better overnight. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we just have to keep on fighting. We have to keep on pushing. We have to keep on, 
you know, because listen, it is so easy for me. Like, you know, recently, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in this down state. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about, you know, working on yourself and getting some help and reaching out to whatever places that you need to reach, reach out to, right. it, it gives you a set of tools to allow you to recognize when you're going through these different states in your life. Right. And, um, and so because I know, like the last couple of days, you know, I've been in a downer. You know, right. I know I've been depressed. Right. I know I've been in a downer, but I also know what it is that I need to do mm-hmm. to be able to come out of that, right? right. I have some tools today. It's not like 20, 30 years ago when right. I had nothing. No, right? exactly. And the only thing that I knew how to do was to medicate, right? Exactly. You know, and so that was my, you know, big thing. So, so now I'm doing something different, right? And there mm-hmm. is medication. Right. You know? Right. Well, what are some of the, I mean, just so people know, what are some of the things um, that pop up after uh, all that work, you know, like self-doubt, fear, um, what, loneliness? I mean, you know, I still go through, you know, the unworthiness. I still go through like I'm not good enough. Right. Um, I call those mind tricks, by the way. Yeah. I still go through, you know, I'm not pretty enough, Mm -hmm. you know, um, like I, I do. And I mean, and I'm not just saying that right. that's something that is really, it's real. It, it's just, it's a real feeling, right? It is a real feeling. And, you know, I don't, you know, and it doesn't matter what I do or how I change my hair or how I change the way I look. Like mm-hmm. I always, there's always something mm-hmm. in the back of my head that is telling me, Mm-mm. Well, we're yeah. our worst critics, right? Yes. And so yes, that, that's something we have to pay attention to when it for anything. I mean, I was a foster child, you know. Believe it or not, we have a lot of similar um, uh, parallels, uh, even with uh, people that are addicts uh, when they're in recovery. So right. it, that's why I said it really doesn't matter well, what well, well, it was. It's it's mm-hmm. close my door. It's all it's the same um, same principle that you know human beings. Uh, once we do all that hard work and get it right, um, now that little, I call it a little devilish side, creeps up in there and be like, yeah, girl, you know, you know, you're, isn't this a boring life? Like, you know, you want to really go back out. Like it tells you like things that you're like, what? No, I'm not thinking that. And yeah. that's when you have to double down and and do things like maybe I'm going to start yoga today. I'm going to turn on YouTube. You can do it for free at, out of your living room because that's what I do. You can turn it on. Um, the yoga stretch, maybe even that. Listen to chakra healing, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys, because okay, I you can put it on mute, but I, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, but you can, you can, um, you know, there's so many things, and um, I want to see some of the ways that you keep overriding yourself. You have to put an override system in your brain, yeah. literally, literally, yeah. It, it literally, it's like you know, the train's going to go a hundred miles an hour and it might have a curb, but there's a special brake put in place. Right. Yes, you see what I'm saying? And that's kind of what we have to put up here. Yeah. And you know, I, I use, there are so many different ways, you know, for me, I can't name just one thing that I do because I think that this thing happens for me moment by moment. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure out, you know, what's going to work for me. Now, listen, you know, I've used to have people tell me, you know, you're isolating. And sometimes isolating for me right. is a good thing, okay. right? Sometimes that can be a good thing for me, yeah. right? I, as an individual, right. I'm not recommending that everybody do that. 
But, you know, or, you know, I have to find something else to make me feel a little bit better, whether it be going out to get my nails done, going out to get my feet done or pampering myself a little bit or or even getting in a car and just just riding around and Mm. and looking at different things. I mean, there are so many things. Yeah. I mean, I go on tangents. I start cleaning. You know, I start organizing, but (laughs) I have to get something that's going to distract me from from that moment in that moment. Right. Right. Then there are moments when it's very, very difficult to do that. Absolutely. And And that's why we're here. (laughs) Extremely, extremely difficult. And I will tell you, um, Mm -hmm. the best remedy Mm -hmm. that I found for that, when it gets to that point Mm -hmm. is, um, always reaching out to somebody. Exactly. Always, you know, picking up a phone, uh, calling somebody and talking yep. and letting them know, you know, that, you know, what's going on with you. And sometimes guess what? I don't even have to let them know that anything is going on. It's just hearing someone else's voice and being able to conversate about life in general, mm-hmm. right. Kind of takes me away from that, 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 that place, you know, um, but what I, what, what, you know, I think the best remedy for any of that is always uh, being able to pick up a phone, being able to talk with somebody, having that support, which I talked about before, which is so important. It is so important to have support, to have people that you can pick up a phone and you know that somebody's gonna be on the other end that's gonna talk you down or talk you through, right? And so, and there are people out there that that will, you yeah. know, um, and and let me say this, and it doesn't always have to be somebody that we know, yeah. right? True. I mean, because listen, we have hotlines, we have all kinds of things yes. for people to help them through, you know, this process, and it don't necessarily mean that it has to be someone you know. You know, a lot of times you hear people say, "Oh, well, I feel funny talking to saying I don't want to talk to somebody that doesn't know me." Or does it? Honey, sometimes that's the best people to talk to. Yes, because they're less right? biased. Because, because right, because they are neutral, right? They are neutral. They don't know anything about you, so there's nothing that they can they can add or take away from, right? right? And right. so, I, you know, there's there's just so many different ways. And listen, when I talk about depression, and I talk, listen, depression is real, okay? Real. And you cannot think your way out of depression. Yes. So you have to take action. Okay, you just can't lay there and think I'm gonna be okay. Absolutely, because that's that's how you end up with suicides. Not true. And a lot of times people think that like we can just think our way into a better way of feeling and no, it does not happen like that. And um, again, you know, depression is real. Listen, let me tell you, you know, mine used to get so bad and I just, and I don't even know where I, came up with the courage to even do it. And I, I I can only say that maybe it's because I didn't want to die, right? Right. That, um, you know, my depression was so bad. I was suicidal too. I know what it feels like to be suicidal, to be laying in a fetal position, right? To be damning God that he even woke me up, right? Like, why am I still here? Right. It has gotten so, it has gotten so bad that, listen, I thank God that I had the strength enough to, understand and know mm-hmm. how serious my mental health 
was deteriorating, mm. right? And I, I literally walked into a hospital and said, listen, I'm going to hurt myself mm. and I need help. Right. You know, and I thank God that those people heard me yes. and took me in. Thank right. You. Yes. But you know what? To be able to get, and listen, there is no shame. Listen, people used to say, I ain't going to no crowd. Look, I don't care crazy ass or no crazy ass. If it doesn't <laughs> save my life. That's right. I'm doing it. Right? I mean, and so, you know, because depression is real. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, people are right now, especially after something like uh, after this whole lockdown, that has played a whole nother oh level of mental, of mental issues for people that nobody even, even me, I some things I you could have never told me. I was like, I don't get like that. Or oh, this doesn't happen to me. But I can see now that even the strongest or whatever you want to call us or, or call people, whatever word you want to use, um, who, who thought they were mentally stable, um, that has shook a lot of people. And I'm telling you, it yes. is so important to check on people as well. Absolutely. You know, I, I call, you see, I, I'll call somebody up in a minute. I don't care if they don't like it or not. I'll be like, hey, what up? And unless I think it's a, um, what's the word? What's the word? Um, you know, uh, you know how you have some people that call vampires and they're not, they just want to drain you. Um, I don't let people drain you. But if you're sincere and I know your normal pattern and you're going out of that normal pattern, now I'm going to check on you. But yes. I don't let people drain me because it's like, you know, I can't afford that for myself. And I, and I know, and you're telling the truth because I know you have you have called me on many occasions. <laughs> Where are you? I haven't heard from you. Which I so much appreciate. Like, oh, that means everything to me, you know? And, um, you know, I try to tell everybody, listen, depression is not this thing where it uh, gives you a week's notice, right? right. right. It, it doesn't. It doesn't like, you know, knock on your door and say, I'm here. Right. You know, it shows up unexpectedly. Right. right. And, no, you I be, and you need to be prepared mm -hmm. for whatever it is. Now, you know, some people, you know, when, listen, I tell people this, listen, whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health, That's you it. do. Because look, what works for me right. may not work for you. Right. And, and that's the truth. What works for me or what works for him or what works for her may not work for us because we're, we're individuals. Some people need medication. Mm -hmm. You know, some people need therapy. Yes. Some people need, you know, whatever it is that they need. Yes. And, and the thing is to be able to seek it out mm -hmm. what it is that's going to make you better. That's mm -hmm. going to help you get through. Yes. Right. And, and so, and that's the thing and not be ashamed. Right. Um, listen, Listen, the only shame in mental illness mm -hmm. is knowing that you have it mm -hmm. and you are doing absolutely nothing about it to help yourself. That is the only shame that, that's in mental illness is yep. knowing that you have the sickness yes. and you know. are doing nothing yes. to help yourself get better. Yes. You and know, and, and, and so listen, I'm here to tell people, listen, don't be good. You can call me crazy. You can call me whatever you want. Listen, I am okay today, even right. with that title, right? right? <laughs> because I know I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of myself. It can happen. You know? and, That's what it's about. Self-care. Yes. And, and, and identifying. Very important. Yes. Identifying is everything. Cause you can, you know, do all these uh, classes, groups, you can do therapy, yes. you can have a great support team around you, but if you're in the midst of uh, whatever you're doing and then boom, it hits you yes. and you can't identify that it even hits you. Yes. 
Now you sink further and you say, well, I'm going to go in my room. I'm just going to go to sleep and I'm not going to think about anybody. Sometimes you need that. Once in a blue moon, you do need that. Yes. But then there's times where isolating is a very, very dangerous thing. Because Absolutely. now while you're getting your sleep and you're ignoring the whole world, the whole world's still happening around you. That's right. So something else comes and that just adds on to it. That's right. So now you're like, well, I ain't getting out of the bed today at all. Like, I just don't even want to get out. And then next thing you know, you're off running to the races because you didn't, um, you didn't identify that. Wait a minute. Why am I, why do I want to get back in the bed? It's and a sunny day out. It's 80 degrees. It's a, I live near a beach. Why am I getting back in the bed? Right. You know, most of the time I, I you know what, for me, I, what I've noticed, we have triggers. There are certain things Boom. that trigger us. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Triggers. I mean, we do. We have triggers. You know, and so I think it's very important to learn how to identify what the triggers are for each individual. I have a lot of triggers with a lot of stuff. Right. And I realize that. And sometimes I, I I even say to myself, God, I got tons of triggers. Like, well, let's do let's do the basic ones. Let's do the basic ones. So, so one of my favorite ones that people always ignore is sometimes we tr- we trigger ourselves by going around the very people that traumatized us or the people that know them that we know don't support us. Absolutely. So you, it's like you put yourself in a little bit of a tit tit because they're like, uh, you know, they're not going to support you. You know, they're not going to say, hey, Liz, looking great, Liz. Oh, what a wonderful job. Instead, they'll be like, oh, here comes Liz. And now you look and see that expression. You're like, Oh, they must not like me. Oh, because I told. And now you go into this whole frenzy when it didn't even have to be that way. But no, and you know, a, a part of that is is because, um, and I, I I'll say this, you know, I'll speak on myself. Was right. see, I was a person that was so used to self sabotaging myself, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, we we tend to go back to familiar places, yes. to familiar things. Yes. So when we find ourselves going around those people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That are our triggers, the mm-hmm. ones that may have done those things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a part of a pattern. It's a part of, you know, I think that we do it because, again, we it's a pattern yes. that we go through. Um, familiarity. You're, you're familiar familiar. with that. It, it's that. Yes. And, and, and so, yes, I mean, there are so many. Th- I mean, I have, you know, there are so many triggers that I have that... Mm-hmm. I don't realize I have them until like I feel myself spiraling, you know, spiraling out. out of control. Oh, and then I'm like, then I have to go back and yeah. I have to think like, what just happened? Like, why all of a sudden was I okay? Right. And what did I just do just now that put me in this space? Mm, so and, you, I'm gonna, and, and I'm going to tell you, I and it's so wow. amazing to me mm. because it could be something my mother said. Mm, yeah. It could be something my children say. Yeah. It could be, you know, it could be anything. It could be a look. Mm-hmm. It could be from, you know, and I mean, there are just so many components to this. And like I said, the thing, the biggest thing about, you know, with this thing, with mental illness and depression and anxiety is learning how to identify mm-hmm. that you have it. Right. right? Learning how to, 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 to you know, learning how to identify and also equipping yourself with the tools that when it does, you know, come up, yes, we have some armor that we can work. We got some, listen, we have, we have some tools that we can, we can kind of work with. Yes. You know, if you 
are toolless and you right. have nothing. Nothing. Yes. You're nothing. out there and you can't even build a house. And you're your going to this exactly by yourself. Yes. Your foundation will fall without tools. <laughs> or if you're in denial mm. and you say to yourself, nah, there's nothing wrong with me. I, I don't need no mental health. They, yes. I hear a lot of people. Listen, I know a lot of people right now mm -hmm. that can use some mental health. Yes. Okay. And I know them personally mm -hmm. and they will swear to you. They, I don't need to see nobody. I'm okay. I ain't yes. going to be a crazy doctor. Yes. And that is the that stigma, right? Yes. You know, it's like that. I ain't going to know. You know, I ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm not crazy. And you can see it, right? Yes. We can identify it. Like yes. somebody that has it, right? Yes. Look at somebody and say, whoa, you may yes. need to talk to somebody. <laughs> yes. You no. Know? And they're yes. like, mm, not me. There ain't nothing wrong with me. Well, Wandra said one thing that's important. Um, I see you, Wandra. Hi, guys. Uh, she said it could be a habit being around toxic people. That is also a, um, what is that called? That is a um, byproduct sometimes, uh, even after you've gotten help, that you we revert back to old habits and, and, and familiar things and habits and places. Yes. So, so I may be conscious of like, I'm not going to be around Mary Jane and Tommy anymore because they uh, witnessed my trauma or they traumatized me. And um, so I don't need to be around them. But then, you know, I grew up with them all my life. So one day they have a big barbecue and a party and they're all there. And instead of me saying, I do not need to go to that party because it's going to trigger me. Mm -hmm. I go to the party thinking I like most people who are human and normal, Want need to be around people and want to feel that sense of belonging, that sense of you know familiarity, you know, old school, like oh my god, we had such a good time when I was young before the trauma or or whatever. So you go, right? And then you get there and everything seems fine, like everybody's fine, and then you see those three characters yes. walk in. Yeah. All of a sudden, your brain does a 360 and yes. you're back to trauma man, trauma land. I have a I have a saying that I said even when I start when I stopped using dope, right? Mm -hmm. I used to say to my you know, and I used to hear this all the time, right? It's it's the saying that goes, if you continue to go in a bar, you know, to a barbershop, like if you're hanging out, you're gonna get a haircut, you're gonna get a haircut, right? Exactly. Eventually, you're gonna get a haircut. So exactly. it's the same thing yeah. as if you're around those toxic people, mm -hmm. eventually, mm -hmm. right? Your world is going it's gonna become toxic. Yeah. If you're around yes. If you're in recovery and you're around people that are using drugs, yes. Uh, if you hang around long enough, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're gonna pick something up. Unless you, know? you happen to be the alpha, which is very unusual. Honey, let me tell you something yeah. about I know, you. I know, I know what you mean, but I I'm just saying, saying you there is, there is the one I used to hang out at clubs Listen. when I was a club kid and I never I did anything. So there's a one in a million. But you're not an addict, right? I, Right. And I'm, well, I'm talking yeah. about that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you can't tell me that, uh, okay, yeah, I got like nine years clean and I'm going to go hang out in the crack house now, right? Because I got sweetheart. No, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. And I'm saying the same thing about the other behavior, right? Mm -hmm. If you are going around toxic people, if you're going mm -hmm. around your triggers, if you're putting yourself in these places, Listen, then you're going to get what your hand calls for, right? right? Mm -hmm. We know better. Listen, they tell you when you know better, you right. do better, right? Exactly. We don't have to expose ourselves. Listen, there mm -hmm. may have been a time that we didn't have a choice. 
Right. But we have choices today. Exactly. Okay? And I don't care if they're family. I don't care if they're your children. I don't care who they are. Okay. Yeah. If you are toxic in my world, mm, gotta go. you are, listen, and my peace is being disrupted, right? Then, sweetie, I love you, mm -hmm. but it must be from a distance. Mm, here it is. Not, it. I cannot allow myself or, or put myself or even chance that I'm going to go back into this place Ooh. that I fought so hard to, to get, get out of. Yes. Right? And sometimes, yes. you know, the reality of this, this healing process mm. means that sometimes we are going to lose some people that we love. Right. We're going to have to walk away from mm -hmm. some people that we love, yes. right? Uh, yeah. In order for us to continue to live, Maybe. you know? And, and so, you know, again, you know, it, it's God, there's so many elements to this and it's like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't so know. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that you said that sometimes we have to walk away even when it hurts. And I know, you know, especially if it, let's say if the trauma happened is somebody in your family, that's even worse. Or somebody you grew up with that you yes. trusted and loved, and then it was broken. It becomes even more like, gosh, cause now, not only are you giving up them, but you're giving up all the friends that they had, all the people around them, cause you know, they're usually toxic too. Usually right. the ones would be like, oh, Elizabeth, you need to get over that. That happened 30 years uh -huh. ago. Or, you know, we talked about this before briefly, but that's mm -hmm. that's why you usually end up losing so much more than just that one person. Right. Usually ends up being like 10 or 15 or 20. Um, and but you have to be able to, okay, to sit in that. And and that that is the that's the real lesson today to be okay. Um, when you are in that space of super depression, um, you know, suicidal thoughts or whatever it's, you have to know how to do a identify mm -hmm. number one very important most important then Absolutely. once you identify now you got to assess what do i got to do i need to call someone because i can't handle this right. I, you have to admit that you you can't right. do it and, and unless you're a friend person, sometimes, sometimes i mean i've seen a few people not everybody like you said sometimes this is so bad that you can't even just say i'm gonna get on my knees and pray to god and it's gonna that doesn't happen for some people for me i can i can put on a certain song and boom i'm back oh but yeah that's not for everybody. Right. That, that is not for everybody. So I, I don't want anybody to be delusional thinking that I can, oh, I'll just put on a song and I'll be better. No, because when when you have um, bipolar and certain um, um, extra um, ailments added on to your stuff, mm -hmm. it can really be. It, 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 I've seen it. Like, I've never experienced that part, mm -hmm. but I've witnessed it firsthand. And man, I can tell you, mm -hmm. that's when you got to know how to save your own self. Like yes. you, you got to know how to, and you know, so -and -so right now, you, you know. know what, you know what I notice with people mm -hmm. um, just from my experience is that mm -hmm. one of the toughest things that we have to deal with is letting go of power, right? Mm -hmm. Letting go of power, being powerless, right? Yeah. Uh, admitting that we are not, like we can't do this by ourselves, right? Nope. Because nope. so many of us believe that our life, we have our life, we have our life, our, we're in control. Exactly, 100%. Of our lives, right? Yeah. Yes. And sadly to say, so many of us believe that and it's not even the truth, right? Mm -hmm. it, it really isn't. And sometimes we have to relinquish that power mm -hmm. in order to be able 
to, 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 to let other, other things in, you know, right. because when we feel like we know everything and we got everything, mm-hmm. then you know what, then we don't need nobody. Right. right? That's and true. you can't I get think- help if mm-hmm. you don't need, if you think you don't need anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like being able to admit that we're powerless. Okay. Yes. And that's that, the yes. possibilities for us to be able to let something mm-hmm. else in. Right. Yes. Because if we're just believing in ourselves and right. it's only us and it's me against the world. Honey, right. let me tell you something. It, it, you know, we're going to have a hard time. You know, listen, people need people. Right. That's it. That's it. And, people, that's all. and I don't, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that people need people. Well, and, speak- and, mm-hmm. and to think that we are greater than God, that we can fix everything. Nope. You know, is a standard that we put sometimes on ourselves that's way past our our pay grade. Our grade, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, no, you know, and for me, it was very difficult for me to admit that I didn't know shit about life. Okay. And and everything that I thought I knew. Right. Everything that I thought I knew, I had to allow, I had to accept and allow somebody to come in mm-hmm. and reteach me a whole lot of stuff. Right. Because the stuff that I thought was, was, listen, I, girl, I can tell you some things. I'm like, Why now? I, I remember going to third, I'm, I'm telling people I'm 45 years old. Who the hell heck are you to tell me that I don't know? I know about this. I know about what's going on. I know about what's going on. My kids. I know what's bad. Everybody know about. No, honey. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, we get to that place in our lives where we're just like you know, we're so closed. And my thing is, you can't graft a new idea on a closed mind. Nope, absolutely not. You you can't get nothing in there. So you know, people got to be open. And I'm not. And listen, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. And I admit that. Look, I don't know. I'm still learning. (laughs) Right. And I am so proud to say that because when I, because if I ever get to the point in my life where I say to you, you know, I got this, Mm -hmm. I've already lost. Right. Exactly. I've already lost because I don't have anything. I'm still learning. We're we're always learning. Always. Got to always. Every second of the day. So. So um, thank you for that piece. But the, here's the thing. So I want to go to the comment, the chat, because someone has something and I want to see if you can just give them a little bit of advice mm-hmm. on how to. Um, hi, guys. First of all, I'm going to say hi to you, Jen, Wandra, uh, all you, Donna. I see you out there. But let's give some advice to. Uh, let me see. I got the right. Uh, yes. To Wandra, because, you know, you've been through uh, Wandra. You should really get her book because um, I think it'll really help you. Um, and, and everybody please get the book. Cause I'm telling you it, whether, even if you've never been in addiction, if you've never been, um, traumatized, abused, you will at least understand the process and what's going on and how to help a friend. Uh, that's what, that's, what's most important. So this one is, um, me, I feel that way. I, I was beat up so much as a child that I literally would pay someone to beat me. I think I did not, I did not, I was not worthy. I did not deserve the best because of my past sins. What the hell is wrong with me? That let's address that because that's important. Well, well I'll, go ahead. You go. Yeah, you start. No, I want you to. Well, start. I'll start with this. First of all, um, you know, thank you for sharing. That's most important because mm-hmm. I think sharing is caring. 
Uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. I ain't embarrassed. So nothing that happened in my past, I will tell it all before I let somebody else tell me what I'm going to suppress for myself. Because I'm very stubborn as a former foster youth. Like I, I'm just like, I no longer keep secrets. I don't do it. So I'm very proud of you, A, for, for sharing that information. I can't wait for your book to come out so you can tell it all, all the story. Um, and I know you're working on it any day now. Um, so that's good, Wandra. But let me tell you this. You know, sometimes we live in our past and we stay in our past mentally. We think we we stepped out physically, but mentally we're still there. And so here's what my one of my God brothers said to me, and I, he's so brilliant. I mean, for years I was suffering through my sexual abuse trauma and da da da, and I'm all day, right? And and I had been therapy and all this other stuff. And he said to me one day, he said, "How many bad things happen in in, in your life? Uh, you know, in your home, whatever, growing up, whatever." And I was like, uh, just that one. And he was like, and how many good things happened? So I started counting. I was like, I can't keep track of that. He said, that's what you focus on. And I was like, whoa, whoa. So even if even if nothing else, I've been traumatized, I've been whatever trauma has happened to me, and I come out of that trauma, the A, one, the fact that I'm out and alive, that's the biggest one, first of all, because you can't do nothing when you're dead. <laughs> you can't do nothing when you're dead. So that's one. You have not committed suicide. You have not committed homicide. You, ha you have not. You're not locked up right now because if you're watching the show, you're probably not locked up. But that's another story. You know what I'm saying? So you've got the basic three things, three things. you got life. You got mental stability for the, for the moment. Not saying that you can't still have other things attached with that. You know, sign. You know, whatever they doctors have diagnosed anybody with. But you have those those three things, and just the life alone for me. For me, as a trauma person, I always, no matter how down I get, I don't know where I get this from, Liz. But I'm old school. I used to sit and don't laugh at me, okay? I used to sit and go back into and pretend, not pretend, but I would think of how our ancestors felt coming over on the slave boats in Africa and all the trauma they went through. And when I, when you think of that, you're like, whoa, I'm not complaining no more, I'm good. And so for me, that worked. That doesn't work for everybody. Most people mm -hmm. be like, okay, I don't even know what that is because I'm still stuck in my stuff. So mm -hmm. I get that. But for me and for anybody who else who's, who may be like me, that's what I do. I always go to the past or I go, I used to go and feed the homeless. That was another thing. When I'm really down, like really, really, really down. Oh, I'll go feed the homeless. Because yeah. once you see that, it snaps you real quick. Like either you're going to go farther or you're like, okay, 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 I get it. So Wanda, what I'm saying to you is, um, you know, I always say keep therapy at the forefront, number one, mm -hmm. because traumas like that, especially from childhood, we must get the therapy and the group therapy and the help. If we do not, I guarantee you, it's like putting a bunch of band-aids. You got a bunch of holes on you and you just putting a bunch of band-aids. Eventually, all that trauma pops out in some way through sexual addiction, through food addiction, through addiction addiction, through um, going into places that are dangerous. That's a whole nother thing. Gambling, you know, there's so many ways, but you get what I'm saying. You have to address any trauma that happened to you in your childhood. Because if you don't, by the time you're 30, it's gonna pop out of the closet like a skeleton. And you're gonna be like, what's what's wrong with me? Like, where'd that come from? So you have to address it. Therapy is the number one, for me, the number one catalyst for anybody. If you really wanna help yourself, you get therapy. And if you're in therapy for the same therapist for 20 years and ain't nothing working, duh, switch therapist. Yeah. Switch therapist, it's that simple. That means she doesn't have the modalities you need to get the tools you need. 
know what I'm saying? And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Some people can't, some people can't help you through your trauma. They don't, they don't have the tools. They just don't. So that's okay. Just next, keep going. I, I went through many. I could tell you thousands of therapists, not thousands, I'm exaggerating, but I went through lots of therapists for 30 years. Okay. And I picked out the ones that I like. And when I did that, that's when I started healing. Yeah. That's what you have to do. So let's come up with some, um, I mean, you give her your advice and then we'll come up with the last ending. Well, I, I was trying to remember what it was that she just said. And I was, oh, here to- you go. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, uh, oh, oh, that was one part. Uh, me. Okay. Is this it? Um, okay. She said, uh, I feel that way. I was beat as a child. Uh, and so I would literally pay people to beat me. Uh, cause I thought I wasn't worthy. Um, I deserve to be beat because of my past sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what was wrong with me? Well, yeah, and I thought that's I was trying to get the end of that. But what yeah. I want to say first is there was nothing wrong with you, right? And the only thing that was, you know, even for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was sexually abused as a child, right? And most of my experiences uh, with sex was like at an early age. And as I grew up, Right. I thought that was a way for me to get attention, to get the uh, attention that I really never got at home because, you know, I was dealing with a whole other slur of issues, dealing with racism, me being a mixed, um, you know, growing up in a, you know, my, my family, my mom is white. Um, my uncle was racist. And so it wasn't like a welcoming thing that happened when I was, you know, when I was born. So besides having to deal with that, I had to deal with all those other things. So I grew up not feeling protected. I grew up, you know, uh, feeling unwanted. You know, I was sexually molested. And as I grew older, what I, I kind of did, I kind of fell into all those bad things that happened to me. It it kind of reversed itself. And I started doing it to myself because I thought it was, I I thought it was normal because, you know, I thought, Listen, I thought it was normal for me to be 13 and out there prostituting, Mm -hmm. you know, with men. And, and you know, and and it's just like you, you were getting beat, right, as a child because of whatever. So, you know what, you, it was just, that was something that was normal. It was a normal thing that happened. Mm -hmm. And you know what, and it continued on. It was a pattern that we pick up on. Yes, because it's a for me it was a form of attention, right? right? And right. you know, and and not for nothing, any attention was right. better than no attention, right? right? So you know, it, it's just it's and I can't and it's so hard to explain it, but it's such a vicious, sick cycle. I mean, it, for me, I'm gonna tell you what it was like for me. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like after everybody else finished victimizing me from a child on up to my teenagers. Right. When I got older, it's like I took on where they left off and I started victimizing myself. Well, what did I just say? Whatever we don't solve in our childhood comes right. back and bites us in right. the Right. That's and, and, what that is. It took me a long time to recognize it because I used to always think to myself after I did things, mm-hmm. what the heck was wrong with me? Like, why did I do that? Right. But, right. You know, and I just could never make sense of why I was doing some of the things that I, I was doing. It was just, it never made sense to me, yeah. but I continued to do it anyway, because right. it, it was something that I was so accustomed to. Right. Although I knew something was wrong with this. Mm. 
That's I, I'm telling you, that is unconscious. Uh, I can't I forgot what they call it in psychology, but it's unconsciously attracting the same um because you know we operate on um let's just say this simple we operate on energy right and and things uh so let's just say if as a child i'm used to being told every day right when i and i hear this every day for my whole life and i get older and i go on my own i now when this is quiet i'm like oh it's way too quiet here so i usually unconsciously attract the mate that brings the same trauma that I got from my childhood. Believe it or not, I don't know where it comes. I used to be like, that's bull crap. When I looked around and said, let me look at 10 relationships I know. And oh, I go and really and look at them and I said, dang, you attracted exactly what you got in your childhood. Yes. So, so you're lucky if your family had a great family and everything was great. Okay, that's great. But usually if you've been in an abusive household, you've watched verbal abuse, you've heard it, you've yes. seen it, you've witnessed it. That's what you Guess yes. what? That's Guess what your for. first boyfriend will be. Yes. yes. And that's, not not intentionally. That's no, it's, it's it's very unintentional. Yeah, but you like energy attracts that energy, and you miss that energy if you well, don't get it. You can actually that's where you. I mean, it's well. Great that's where that is where the what the hell is wrong with me comes in. Yeah, because you 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 you're doing you're repeating the same things over, and and, and that is called insanity, right? When you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different expecting results. Different results, yeah. And, and for me, I can I hear you on that because when I look back at all of my relationships, <laughs> they were the same man with different faces. I was like, they were all the same. All of us, all of us, we can all attest to that one. Was their face, and I'm like. Because when I really started to look at each individual, uh -huh. I was like, oh my God, they all got the same patterns. They all did the same things. So it was scary. It's very to scary. Really, really recognize that. Right. You know, but right. then, you know, the light went off and it was like, ding, it's not them, Liz. It's right. you because uh, you're the one that's picking them. Uh, right. Uh, and you're the one that are you're picking the same type of abusive. Yes. Um. Uh, uh. How can I say it? God, the same, the same um person that victimizes you. So you're re-victimizing right. yourself. Yes. 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 I know. It's so. I was equated to like um. It's like being uh, in a scary movie, right? And you're running, and you're running, and running, and yes. then you bump into a mirror and realize you're the you were the not the monster like monster, but you're the one that you're running from. Yeah, you're running from exactly. <laughs> like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, so this whole thing can end if I know this? And, and that's that, what people don't know. Honey, if, end, if you know that, now you can start healing. That is the beautiful thing about healing, right? Yeah. The beautiful yeah. thing about healing and recovery is, is that you discover that you take yourself with there you everywhere you go. That's it. That's what you can't so, Yes. And so, you know, when I used to back in the day wonder why things were happening, well, uh -huh. The common denominator in all of this is you, right? right? Exactly. I was always the common denominator in all situations yes. that surrounded me, you yes. know, and I'm not talking about when I was a child. I'm right. talking about when I got to that point in my life where I started to realize, you know, what was really going on in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, because again, we all have choices, right? Mm -hmm. And, but, but, you know, for me, I guess, again, it, it's, when you're used to doing something for so long, right, and it's all you know, that's it. It's very, very difficult to turn around and say, "Okay, I'm going to just change everything I do tomorrow, and I'm not going to do." Listen, 
that works in some fairy land. Some fairy movie like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, we're no. going to change everything today. Ooh. And I will say this. Listen, I tell women all the time. Let me tell you something. Change is difficult. Right. Change is hard. It, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, girl, you can go. Listen, anybody can change. Right. But you better know that you're going to put some work in. Yes, you are. That's and I swear, the work, the same work I had to put in to get my drugs and my dope and my shit go. was yeah. the same type of work that I had to put in to yeah. get my recovery and to yeah. heal. Okay. Yeah. So when I went hard with that, and so I remember people that you, should, you went hard with your, when, when you wanted to go with your stuff, right? right. You right. was out there in blizzards, honey, right. walking, okay, right. to get something. I, you know, when it comes down to healing and recovery, you better do the same thing. Exactly. What you're healing from, I don't yes. care what you're recovering from. Yes. You better do the same way you go out every day and you work mm -hmm. on that car note. Tell it, girl. Tell it, tell it. And, 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 and make sure that you're putting in that same kind of work to take work, care of your mental health. Yes, people. So that that is, man, that is priceless. That is absolutely priceless. So so we'll, we'll wrap up with this. Um, you know, yes. just, just hit them with some of the, um, just some of the things that we need to be doing so that we make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we are accepting who we truly are and embracing, you know what, you know, um, you know, my left eye twitches or, you know what, I don't, you know, speak properly all the time. So, but who cares? It's not, the world's not going to end But because, because I'm doing what I need to be doing as a human being to take care of myself and I'm not doing anything harmful to anyone or myself. That's the most important criteria. When you meet that, then everything else can be like, okay, I'll try it again tomorrow. You know, get back on the bike. Let's go. You know, but but what are some of the things like, um, you know, so here's, if you're going through that phase and you have that hard day, like the gentleman said he was feeling suicidal. Mm -hmm. I want people to know, um, you know, if you're, if you're really going through that kind of thing, there's gotta be somebody that you can call. Um, I always tell people don't text nobody cause nobody wants to hear that kind of text. I, and I don't think, cause it's like, if, if they don't know where you're at and they can't help you, that's putting trauma on trauma onto somebody else. I think, so I would call somebody. That's just me. If you can't call somebody in person, I would actually dial 911. But I mean, you know, I would, be careful how I would say it to the police, but I would, you know, say, I need, is there a number I can call um, if I'm feeling down? Um, something like that. Something that won't put you in a, a bind. Uh, and that's only because you see how they, um, they responded to the young boy, the young Asian boy who called about, you know, he was suicidal and they shot him. So that's why I'm saying, I don't know if I'd be, uh, depending on where you live, if you live in an area like mine, I don't mind calling. But if you're in another area, I'm not gonna be the first one to tell you, oh, just go and yeah, call the police. Cause sometimes they may be thinking and with all the stuff happening, you know, mm -hmm. they gotta protect themselves, I guess. Um, so if someone's calling, then if they're suicidal, then they might be also homicidal. So you don't know. So maybe that's why I wouldn't call, but I would ask for the number. There's always a number for suicide, there's always a number. And, yes, and when in doubt, dial 311 or 211, depending on where you live, that usually is a number that will get you to who you need. Just yes. reach out is the first thing. Yes. You gotta reach out. Yes. Nobody's gonna know you're sitting at home ready to end it all with a bottle of pills. Nobody's <laughs> gonna know that. Ain't nobody gonna know that. And, and here's the thing, this is what you're gonna tell yourself. Why the hell don't I deserve to live just as long as anybody else? And because now you let your abuser or your trauma uh, win. 
by by just giving up. No, you deserve to be here just as much as I do or Liz does or anybody else. And we need you just as much as we need Liz or myself or anyone else. Remember, everybody here has value if they put something work some work in. You know what I'm saying? We put work in as human beings, you always have value. Somebody will say, oh my gosh, Liz, you are the dopest person to ever live. Like, I love you. Like, you're like the best. And maybe Liz was thinking like, eh, I don't really have two friends and that's it. But, <laughs> but somebody else might meet you, you know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, I love her. Because they can see your value. Not everybody is meant to see your value, but you got to live to find who, who those people are. You can't, you can't give up and be like, you know, I just want to end it all. No, if you end it, you might stop, you know, you might have been the catalyst for someone else not ending their life. Absolutely. Think about it. Think about the movie. It's a wonderful life. You seen that? Absolutely. I love that movie. I love, I love that movie because that yes. is so prevalent that when they took him back to his life to show how if he wouldn't have been there, his brother would have drowned. Mm -hmm. you know and I know I can personally tell you a story mm -hmm. about someone who I was feeling down and they helped me, but I had forgot that like four years earlier that mm. I had helped I, the night that I met them, they were going to commit suicide. And mm -hmm. I, I came into the bar and, and someone up my mother's like, don't ever go to bars. Don't ever, you know, it's like the worst thing you could do as a Christian. <laughs> and all I did was go into bars. Mm. because I just, I just felt like it was a great place where people needed help. I don't know what, don't ask, but I would go to bar. I always would go, I go to clubs. I did it all. You know what I'm saying? Why, I don't know, but now I know why. Mm -hmm. This guy was sitting there and he told me that night his intention was to take the heroin and die. That was his intention because he had lost custody of his kids, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, um, I everybody knows I talk people to, to death, but guess what? I talked somebody to life that night. Mm -hmm. Literally talked someone to life, and I'm not kidding. So mm -hmm. I don't, I used to have my feelings hurt when people were like, oh, you talk too much. And then I was like, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I've, I've had several people come back to me and say, girl, you don't know, but I was going through it and you made me forget all about what I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what we're here for. That's I've got all the angels on earth for you. Absolutely. I Take agree with you. Them, right? Take it. This yeah. guy told me I would be out of here the night I met you. So what is your problem? He told me, what is your problem? Because yeah. I never thought you even had a problem. I said, boy, you don't know. I'm, a, I'm always, I'm, I'm a ADHD. So I'm always at a 10, even oh, if I'm depressed. Right. You don't know I'm depressed until I go down to like, well, right. a, a human five, but I'm never at a five. I'm always at a 10, even if I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. So that's, you wouldn't know what that looks like. Yeah. So he was like, well, why are you sad? And I told him, and he said, well, I just want to let you know you saved my life. And I said, how did I do that? I'm confused. Because we didn't hang out. I didn't even know him. Just that night, this energy drew me to him next to the bar. So I'm sitting there just drinking. And I said, okay. This guy looks a little bit sad. And uh, uh, literally something said, sit next to him and just, yeah, I used to see him all the time, but I never chat with him. I never chat with nobody really. Yeah. And so I sat and talked to this guy for like two hours. And, that's and spirit. He, uh, he that's went, that spirit. Uh, you know, that's that spirit. Our spirit. Listen, we, listen, we have this gift. Yes. Right. We all have this gift. Absolutely. And we know. Okay. We're just not like some of us are just not really in tune with that gift. Yes. We can yes. feel when people are hurting. Yes. We and know when people are not doing well, yes. you know, and, and, and the thing is, I think for people that are out there who may be feeling that, listen, we are perfectly imperfect. Yeah, that's right. And that, 
Yes, and, I love that. And I am not. Listen, I, yes. I mean, yes. I Listen, could you imagine everybody in this world being perfect? No. What would that world look like? Heaven. It would, it, right? You know, no, really. What would, it would. What am I doing work for down here? Boring, right? But, you know, it's like, listen, we're not perfect. We're going to go through stuff. And, and, and listen, the thing to, to know is that there are, you are always surrounded by people. Mm. Even when you feel alone. Yes. You are always surrounded. There is always somebody around you, your neighbor. Yes. You look, the, 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 the garbage man, the yeah. man. Listen, you are always surrounded by people. If you get to that place and you were talking about, you know, getting help. Yes. Listen, get, like I did, I, you know, I didn't want to call 911. I didn't right. want people coming to my house. Right. I got in my car and right. I drove myself to the hospital. Wow. You're and I went to the emergency room and, I them, and it was so, it was like going to get a checkup. And right. if some people are embarrassed, about not wanting to, because a lot of times people, I ain't going to no crazy house. Listen, if you feel like, listen, go to the emergency room. That's Tell it. them you're not feeling well. Let yeah. them know what's going on with you. Listen, I'm feeling like I want to maybe do something to myself. Right. I don't know. It, you right. know, but I just needed to come in and talk. They'll get, right. they'll help you. They'll get you help. Yes. They'll help you. Yes. You know, and you don't yes. have to, listen, some people are private. So right. you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to, but listen, but you don't have to do this by yourself. Right. Exactly. You don't. Because that's there why I put no all these people out. There is no excuse. Nope. There is no excuse. Nope. This world is full of people. Yes. You, right never, now, never, never give up. Never that, give up. Never, ever, never give yeah. up. I mean, that to me, that's if, you easy. Give up, if you give right, up. But that's the easy part. Yes. You know but that, we miss you. Not only do we miss you, um, the world loses its value because even though you think in your, in your head, usually like, well, I'm, nobody cares about me. I'm not worth anything. That's not true. The, it, like to me, I believe every life, except for pedophiles, uh, has a value. Uh, and those are only people that I put on a, a whole other Look, I hate to say it, but you know what? Sorry, guys, but even they do. Even they do. You know, I know. Like, I know. I hate to say I mean, it. I know. And, and I, I know. You know, and, and, you, and as much as we don't, yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody has a value. And even if that value is to be the catalyst for something else, right. I right. get that. I totally right. get that. And I agree. But I was just saying in my spirit, the only, only thing I'm still having hard times with, and, and you're right, because there are some major laws that were changed because of people like that. And it would have never happened had those people not got caught. So if you want to look at it that way and maybe it saved a few other people, okay, we can look at it that way. But I want people to know that your life has value. Absolutely. That 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 should be um, the catalyst to say, you know what, I better go get help yes. or let me go to the spa today. I'm going to find this little $50, whatever it is, go get my feet massaged or go get my nails done. Um, or it may be, that may be the day if you've been over bombarded with lots of kids and um, you know, work and, and school and all these other things, maybe you do need a day to isolate. Maybe, maybe that is a healthy isolation day. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? But when you're feeling like you want to hurt yourself, that you, you, you the last thing you want to do is isolate. You need help. Oh, and yeah. I think yeah. you have to find that one contact person that you can call. And if you don't have anybody, like Liz said, you can call 911. Yeah. You got to have, you got to listen, you know, 
this is your life that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, Tanya said, your life is valuable. Absolutely. I mean, you have meaning here. Yes. You have purpose here. Yes. And you may not know what that is right now, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go that other route, you will never. Yes. Okay? You yes. have a purpose. And, yes. You know, I believe that everyone on this earth has a purpose. Absolutely. Everyone has a, their own journey and their own purpose. Yes. And how you travel that road mm. is totally up to you. Listen, yes. I, not everybody's road is easy, no. right? Not everybody's road is easy. You know, but but there's reasons why I believe that I had to go through that road that I had to go down, right? Because on that journey, there was a lot of lessons that I learned that had I not gone down them, yes, I would have never known. Yes. Now, it like again, it wasn't easy, and I'm not saying okay, God set this up this way. Listen, right. it was the way it was, right? And guess what? And I made it through. Yes. Right. And I'm here to talk about it. Yes. And I'm here to give someone else my experience, my strength and my hope. That's right. And that's yes. all I can give you. Mm. I can't give you anything else other than my experience. Mm. Right. I, I'm not you know, I can't I can't make something up and right. tell you, OK, it's going to be. So when I speak to people, I speak to people because I've been through it. Right. right. Not because I read it in a book. Not right. because, you know, I seen it on a TV, uh, you know, show. Right. Listen, this is what I, I my experience. And it's right. not to say that it, it's going to be yours. But listen, these are just some of the possibilities. Right. Right. So, you know, listen, that's it. That's it. You have love yourself enough. And yes. guess what? And if it gets that bad, you know what? Tell yourself. Give yourself another 24 hours. Mm, that's what I do. Breathe. Just, just, listen, just yes. give yourself another 24 hours. Yes. Breathe. And, 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 don't make yeah, no moves. <laughs> right. That's funny you said that because that's, a. I mean, I know we got to wrap it up, but that's an important thing. You have to learn to meditate or pray. You have to. Like that to me is like, if you, if you can't do that, like that's a big, good deterrent from self, uh, self, um, beating yourself up. If you can learn how to get on your knees for five minutes or just to lay down in Savasana, yes. breathe in your nose, out your mouth and just, just chill for a minute and then, and let those thoughts go. If you have nothing else that you can do, you have to learn how to just lay in Savasana or, if or pray. Know, if you don't know what to do, mm -hmm. do nothing at all. That's Stay. what I'm saying. That's Stay. what I'm saying. Just say still. Still. Yeah, that's it. And because and, I'm telling you, that helps. Yeah, that helps. I mean, it I think everybody does. should learn how to sit still for 15 minutes a day anyway. That's just me. Because yeah. you sometimes, you know, especially me, I talk so much. I'm like, oh, I got to shut up so I can hear what God's trying to tell me. Uh, yes. I mean, it's like, really. But um, I wanted to say, see something. Kathy Johnson said it was liberating to put relatives standing by uh, her brother rapist out of her life. Uh, and I'm proud of you, Kathy, because that I told you that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. You know, when we got people that are that um, that were around when we were traumatized, that were in it while we were traumatized, that didn't do anything when we were traumatized, that know about when we were traumatized. Sometimes they can react in a way that triggers you and makes you feel that self doubt again. And you won't. That's the thing. I used to put myself around um, about around 
um, you know, my abuser and uh, and my therapist said, why do you keep going to the dinners? And I was like, because I have no family. It was like, okay, so you want to have family enough to be re-traumatizing yourself? And right. one day I said, she's right. right. What am I doing that for? I was doing it for years, but I would go, I would go back to my house or wherever I was going and feel suicidal and feel really down. Mm. And that was like, I am, oh, mm. oh no, you can't have nobody making you feel, no, oh no. So now <laughs> I have a different attitude. Um, and it's like, I have a right to be here just as much as you do. Mm. And, and and I refuse to let my abuser win. So those are my new uh, attitudes, which work for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just want to wrap it up saying to everybody, just make sure you get help. And you want to um, give one more piece of advice. Uh, praying heals. That's right. Oh, thank you, Emery. Praying heals. Good. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, you want to give one more piece of advice? And I'm going to, um, then I'll play um, uh, a sketch uh, so we can leave on a good, uh, funny note. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The only thing I can say is, listen, you are worth it. You know, no matter what happens, no matter what ha may have happened to you in your life, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. there's a way to get through anything. Yes. Right? We are not, listen, we are stronger than we think. That's right. And um, and I'm telling you, man, healing is possible. It's it powerful. Always. It's powerful. I mean, you know, when you are able to reach that point where you can grab that power back. Mm. It's just like, whoa. And you know what? And you, you can get there. Yes. I mean, all of this stuff is reachable, Yes. right? You just gotta extend your arm out mm. so others can reach out and grab it and pull you in. You know what I'm saying? Thank and, you. And, Ooh, I love that. I love that. Mm. Let's do this, ladies. I mean, listen. Let's do this, guys. Yes. Except who we are. We matter. That's right. We do matter. And and um, remember, yes, yeah, accept who you are as you are. And, you and know, I don't care what you're done. Yeah. You're yeah. still worth it. I yeah. wouldn't care what you did. You yeah. know, I don't do so much stuff. Let, I don't, it doesn't matter what you've done in your life, no matter how bad you may thought, may you think it is. Right. Listen, you are still worth it. Yes, you are a shining star that we Absolutely. need to have light in this world. Absolutely. So if you are out there feeling reckless or feeling like you want to hurt yourself or like, you know, you went through the worst thing in the world you might have, but guess what? You survived. You sure so you did. Survived, honey, you could do anything if you survived. You made it through. You made it through all that trauma. You can tell your abuser to skew her off. I'm going to say nicely. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say one more thing. And if there's any women out there, Yes. And ever need to talk, honey. I'm yes. located on Facebook. You see my name? That's yes. my name on Facebook. Yes. You can feel free to message me. I am always available. Yes, guys. Don't forget I that. I'm always available. Seriously. Oh, so good. Thank you. So, so with that being said, we're we're um gonna end, but um, first I want to do two things. Uh, I'm gonna play a sketch, guys, so we can leave on a good note. Uh hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a funny note. Uh, sketch that, uh Tony Bagger and I came up with. Uh, so I hope you like it. And, uh, and we'll be right back because uh, I have to advertise something at the end. And then we'll wrap it up and we're out of here. So here's our sketch for the day. Hello, ma'am. May I help you? Hi. Um, can I please have four cream cheese bagels, excuse me, bagels with cream cheese locks on it, please? Ma'am, do you realize that that's going to be pretty expensive? Why, yes, I do. And I'd like some capers, too, while you're at it. That's going to be really expensive, ma'am. What do I look like to you, chopped liver? 
We also have chopped liver that's like really, really expensive. Do you barter? I'd gladly give you my, uh, let's see what I got here. I'd gladly give up my Farragamos tomorrow for four bagels, cream cheese, and lots of capers today. I'm sorry, ma'am, we don't barter, but we do accept food stamps. How about I stamp my initials on your forehead? <laughs> so just to make you laugh, guys. Yeah, why did you come up with that? <laughs> we love doing these sketches. We love them. So that 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 was really just you guys got to remember that something. Was great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank Tony Viger. He's so clever. Clever. But oh, you guys God. remember. And also, if you need to hire a comic, a comedian besides five black comics, uh, you can also hire Tony Viagra at Tony Viagra. Uh, comedy at gmail.com. So don't forget that as well. And actually, let me just show that. Give me one second. I'm going to have you come right back, Liz, just to show it. There we go. So I got my little advertising in. Uh, so um, in wrap up, I thank you guys. Uh, Liz, you are the best. Uh, guys, go out and get Unbreakable Me, uh, Still I Rise by Elizabeth Graybill. We thank you so much. You are the best and you're going to come back again Great. next week. We're just doing these series, guys. Uh, these series of healing. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, so, so, you know, if uh, something comes up and we can't, but, but uh, Elizabeth is our, our, one of our healing women. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta work with what you got. That's it at the end of the day. And I want everybody to know that God loves you. If you don't believe in God, the universe loves you and we need you. So yes. don't forget it. And uh, Liz, stay where you're at. And uh, guys, we will see you all next week. I want a big thank you to everybody. Let's see who was in here. Wandra, uh, Emma, uh, Donna, Jen. Uh, let's see who else. I can't see some people. Kathy. Thank you, Kathy, for watching and, and for your input. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm proud of you for what you've done. Tony. Oh, there you are, Tony. I see you too. Anne-Marie. Hey, Anne-Marie. What's up? Uh, thank you guys. And who's this? I saw somebody new, but I can't, my glasses. Uh, uh I can't say his name. Uh, Alida. Hey, I, I, I hope I said it. Alida Bracero. Hi, how are you? Unbreakable and still I rise. Yes. That's the title of the book. Thank you. Make sure you guys go out and get, uh, Unbreakable. A Me, Still I Rise by Elizabeth Graybill. It's on Amazon. It is the book to get. And I'm telling you, you will you will get some little jewels out of there. All right. And I'll see you guys again on Saturday, Five Black Comics. Uh, and until next week, Elizabeth, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, you'll be back again, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. So hang out a minute while we say goodbye to everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you.